Comedian Gary Goldman is uh, continuing his theater tour. He's got a comedy series with Amy Schumer coming out. He's got a book coming out. He's got a lot going on. He joins us now. Gary, what's up, buddy? Hello, Gary Goldman. How are you? Good morning. Happy holidays, gentlemen. Yeah, I see uh, kind of two tours. You still have to finish your Born on Third Base gigs. Was your time off during the pandemic like the longest you've ever gone between gigs? Yes, definitely. I mean, I mean yeah. that, that was... Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. I, I just have to make one correction. The the born on third base is the current tour, and the peace of mind tour is the makeup from when the pandemic shut everything down. So so it's it's uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, most of the people haven't seen it either. So I, I just wanted to clarify <laughs> that so, so that people weren't confused. Yeah, we had a lot of comedians on, and guys did different things. Some guys did like. TikTok Live to do shows. Uh, you know, yeah. Mark, Mark Norman said, you know, the first time he went on stage, it was really awkward. He sucked for about 10 Those minutes. Those outdoor shows yeah, he was the doing. Drive-ins. Yeah, the right. drive-ins. Burt Kreischer did the drive-ins. What did you do to kind of keep fresh? I played basketball and and wrote a book. So that's how that's how I filled the, the time. I, I have too much anxiety to do any kind of outdoor show or or the zoom shows they they made me so anxious so i just i i took the year off and i and i and i must and 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 i feel almost guilty about this i i didn't really it wasn't that big of an adjustment coming back on it's it's uh easier than riding a bike again for whatever reason i'm not sure i think part of it is the the fact that i i pretty much talk in my regular voice when i'm on stage so it doesn't require me to to get amped up or start uh, screaming or anything like that, so I'm I'm very grateful that I I didn't really take much time to get back up to speed. Uh, comedian Gary Goldman is with us this morning, and you know it's been such an odd couple of years, Gary. And as we wrap up 2021, a year in which we lost uh, the great Norm Macdonald. Did you work with Norm? Do you have any memories or stories you could share? Because boy, everybody loved Norm. He was terrific. Oh my word! I, yeah. I loved him, and I the the one story I never I, I mean I stood with him in the in a hallway one time at the comedy cellar, and he said hello, and I said hello, but I didn't want to gush. I didn't want to be yeah. a, a fanboy, and but one time he he sent me a, a direct message on Twitter in which he had said he had spent the the holidays. I think it was twenty twenty seventeen twenty eighteen or maybe twenty eighteen twenty nineteen. He said he had spent the holidays watching my my videos on youtube and uh thanked me and i i just i i, I mean to uh. me it was it was like if you're a baseball player and and hank aaron had reached out to you to say you had a really nice swing it was just it was it was it was such a a, a moment that of course i immediately screen grabbed and and turned to every time i want to give up and quit so that nice that Nice, and he was just, and there are so many stories of him being generous like that, and just being a really uh, humble, regular guy, uh, and and just, uh, I, I mean, I don't throw this word around, but he was a, a true comedic genius. He yes, really blew me away. Agree. Hey, Gary, so you're doing a theater tour now? That sure beats when you go to a local comedy club and you're staying. When was the last time you had to stay in like a comedy club condo? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you really you really know the scene. When's I, the last I mean, time you I, rubbed I, your penis on a jar of mayonnaise <laughs> and left it in there? Oh my <laughs> I, I have been fortunate that I haven't stayed in a in a comedy condo in a, in a few years. But I remember one time I was it was 
It was in uh, <laughs> March in Wisconsin. The heat wasn't working. <laughs> I had a cold, and I was with two other comedians, and it was just like it was the closest I've I've ever been to to uh, to really knowing what it would be like to be a. a a prisoner of war. It's, it's just, a, it's just, a, it's just a nightmare that I that I wake up screaming frequently, much like the the post traumatic stress disorder. And, and I apologize to anybody who's been a prisoner of war. I'm sure it's much worse than that. But it's as close as a as a middle aged stand up comedian is really going to get. But yeah. now it's all limos and theaters for you, Gary. <laughs> and we, you know we've you. No, I, I, yeah. I don't take limos because I, I it's too much close to to the prom that I missed out on in uh-huh. year high school. But, <laughs> but yeah, the the theaters are are a big step up from the from the uh, Gutbusters and the uh, Chuckle Hut. So when you broke through on Last Comic Standing, who were the judges that year, and what year was that? We're I trying think it was to two figure years, it out, wasn't it? Weren't you on it two years, Gary? Oh. It was two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah, oh three, oh four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I remember Drew Carey was a judge, and Colin Quinn, and Brett Butler, and and I I, I don't remember anybody else, but I I remember. I mean that that show took me from not getting any work on the road to being able to to make my living on the road. So that that was really really a, a tremendous uh, shot in the arm for for my my life and my career. I mean I. The, the, you know how it is with comedians. We would do it whether we were getting paid or not. But yeah. that, that made it so that I didn't have to to substitute teach or do any of the other things I did to make a living over the years. Hey, I, hey tell us about, because Amy Schumer, I know she had a baby and she hasn't really done a lot because of the pandemic and then being a mom. But you got the new, it's Life and Beth on Hulu. Tell us about the comedy series. Oh my gosh! I, I have to tell you, I would I would uh, I would say nice things and then move on. But in reality, this is a great show. I was really impressed. I mean, she she wrote the the episodes and and she stars in it, and it's just it's it's really strong. And and I I mean the the, the guest stars and the the people on the show are, are like Michael Sarah, who's a movie star, yeah. and John Groff. Who played the king in in Hamilton? He's just incredible performers, and it, and it's just it was so fun, and I was so honored to be a part of that. I mean, she's a she's a friend, but I actually had to go and audition, so I'm sure I had a, a leg up on on everyone else. But I, I was just truly grateful for her generosity and and friendship because I'm 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 no Dustin Hoffman. I have to be honest with you. No, but you do dress up like a woman, like he did in Tootsie. <laughs> Occasionally, yes. Don't judge, Tord. Don't that, judge, Gary. That was, that was supposed to be off the off the record. Guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I have to personally thank you, Gary, because in your comedy, and if anyone saw the great HBO kind of a docu signed uh, stand up thing you did, the Great Depeche, uh, Depression, I deal with anxiety. We talk about it on the show. Uh, Pete Jerry's dealt with me when I've had an episode. Uh, people around it me, ain't pretty. It can, don't understand it. <laughs> I take pills. I take. I call it Xanax on steroids. Uh, but okay. kudos to you because there was a time in our lives, Gary, and I know this when dealing with it, where you don't talk about it. Uh, someone said right. you take antidepressants and they look down on you. It's a new world. But kudos to you for for handling it and talking about it publicly. 
Yeah, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. I mean, it was it was something that that I had dealt with all my life, but then at, at forty five, I think it just got to the point where I I I had to go into the hospital, and it, and it became just obvious that something was off with me. And I started talking about it on stage to make people understand what I was going through, and the and the the outpouring of support was was so moving. And the the audiences it was resonating with a lot of people that I that I was able to pursue it further and and turn it into a, a a special with with some documentary components that I think were really helpful because comedians aren't always great at doing the the nonfiction portion of the of the of the story and and so that was really helpful and that that streams on the HBO Max and I've I've just every day two years later even I, I get. I get emails and messages from people who are telling them it made it easier for them to get across what they were experiencing, and and also it's 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 light, so you don't you don't feel like you you had a, a, yeah. a knockdown drag out fight to get through this thing. So I'm really grateful. Such an odd career choice when you're suffering depression and or anxiety to to a stand up comedian. You'd think you'd have become a librarian or something, you know, where you could sit in a quiet, dark room. <laughs> if anxiety's yeah, I, your thing, I don't know if going on stage is the way to go. Well, so, I'm working with you. So, so kudos to you. Yeah, yeah, but you're not good in front of people. You yeah. freak out. Yeah. That's that's your thing. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, the, the thing with anxiety is, is people underestimate it. It, it is as, as torturous as the, as the depression, and in a lot of cases, even even worse but i i do think that that there are certain components of of comedy and and just being with with other comedians and being with people that can that can counteract it and and i i tell people that be, before you even go to therapy or get on medication a, a a way to to mitigate your your moods and your anxiety is to is to try to get out of the house and be around people it can be sure. really therapeutic hey gary yeah. we appreciate time when's the book Good stuff. Come, yeah when's the book come out the book will probably be out in the in the spring of 2023 if i can if i can finish it with with my deadlines in mind so so that'll be out. It's called K through 12, and it's a, a memoir of my. I have a, an uncanny memory of my life from from age five to eighteen, and and so that that's uh-huh. what that's about. Yeah. Well, we look forward to having you back, man. You're a terrific guest, and so you know. Yesterday we were sampling your uh, that old Sony Walkman bit that you had, and that is, <laughs> dude, oh, that's a cla- that's it's a great. classic. Yeah, the di- well, it's the disc man, which, yeah. which every once in a while you see, and it's 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 almost like seeing somebody uh, with a horse-drawn carriage. It's like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, and it. it's it's uh, <laughs> jarring. Yeah. Gary, we appreciate it, brother. Take care. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time, guys. All right, bye bye.